Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the Virtual CISO Moment. A few weeks ago, in Episode 2 of Season 4, I talked about business continuity exercises and why they're important to an organization. It's about creating muscle memory, if you will, so that you can identify gaps um, before you actually have an incident. Well, there are a couple of different types of ways to approach business continuity tabletop exercises. Probably the most common one, and certainly the one that we offer through our virtual CISO services, maybe the best way to describe it is sort of using gamification. And it's not implying that we actually create a game, but we create a scenario that is designed to be overall very um, high level. It's not targeted towards a specific service or department. It's more, let's introduce an idea or a threat or an incident to the company and see how they respond. Are they going to follow their incident response plan? Are they even going to take it out? Do they have a call list? Do they have a business continuity plan that has a um, uh, RP, RPOs and RTOs and that sort of thing. Now you can take it in a different direction, a little bit more precise, by creating exercises that are more geared towards testing specific elements like KPIs and KRIs, so key performance indicators and key risk indicators, that you lay out beforehand. You can make these exercises so that they're targeted towards one business unit only, or maybe one particular process within the business unit, one product. And as such, you can, the way that we would do this is to work closely with the, um, with the client to really start to draw out, well, what is it that you want tested and how do you want it tested? What elements do you want tested? And this is what the program will look like. That's a lot more complicated and certainly can be a lot more informative, but we find that for small and mid-sized businesses, particularly those who have never undergone a tabletop exercise before, that, that getting that far into the weeds creates more of a, um, uh, I guess, more of like a compliance check-the-box type exercise. I'm not saying that it's not it's not useful, it's just it loses some of its impact because it's so far into the weeds. When you introduce the quote-unquote gamification approach, the high-level approach of, of, of a scenario, it, it, it doesn't have boundaries. And therefore, it can go in whatever direction that, that the incident might take. And by not having boundaries, you're not limited to a certain, to a certain um, business unit or process or what have you. Whereas the other way is actually intentionally creating boundaries in order to test a very specific item. Now, let me give you an example as to why I'm, I'm, I'm more in favor of the, of the former as opposed to the latter. We introduced, like last year, our, our general scenario was a ransomware type exercise. And when an organization has ransomware infected in their environment, this transcends anything from one department. The, a ransomware outbreak can affect the entire operation from whatever service you offer to back office operations, people getting paid, 
people being able to log in just to check their email. So the, the entirety of the business is affected. There's also then you have to you have to consider, usually in a ransomware situation, it's more likely than not that there's going to be some external indications that there's something wrong with the company. So then you have to talk about how are you going to manage your um, marketing, your, your, your messaging rather. Usually it's the marketing folks that would do this, but your messaging to your, your stakeholders, your, your constituents, your, your clients and your prospects because um, the, the threat of just simply uh, reputational damage can be significant, let alone the actual threat to assets, information assets, and, and, and all of that. And, and to their, depending upon what your business is, that can affect their business as well, too. So because an organization is usually not targeted by ransomware or a threat to one little particular area, I feel that having, um, at least for an initial tabletop exercise, having um, guardrails in place to to prevent or to limit what the test will actually look at, where while simultaneously going really in depth in that specific area is not counterproductive. Is not productive rather to helping the business in their goals of actually um, gaining useful information from a business continuity tabletop exercise. But I'm interested in your thoughts. There are certainly many ways to approach this. And so that gets me to the second part of this particular podcast, this particular episode. Um, as you can probably tell, we have changed format a little bit, and we're going to be changing format a little bit more. And one of the items that we're going to be doing is inviting feedback. We have a new website for the podcast that is virtual-ciso.us virtual-ciso.us and there you can download or rather access um, this podcast either in video form or in audio form from several providers um, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, that sort of thing or you can also provide feedback and I know that Information security, particularly for small and mid-sized businesses, is not about operating in a vacuum. I can sit here every week and pontificate about what I think is um, appropriate or, um, or, or uh, uh, useful for um, folks, but, but it doesn't necessarily, I don't know if pontificate was exactly the right, the right, um, the right word, but, but you, maybe, maybe soliloquize, soliloquy or something like that. Uh, but, um, and now I lost my train of thought, so let me get it back. Um, the feedback is important. It, uh, I know that when we were first running this just solely on YouTube, occasionally we'd get some um, comments, not really all that often, because this is not right now, this is not a, a, a well-known podcast, obviously. Um, limited number of users, limited number of folks that actually um, uh, will watch or listen to this, and I hope that that changes over the time because I do believe that this is something that is important for small and mid-sized businesses to this transfer of information. But it, it's not just one person's opinion. There are perspectives from across different areas of industry, different small and mid-sized business owners, what are their concerns, and also different 
Um, security uh, subject matter experts, both CISOs, virtual CISOs, risk managers, and that sort of thing. So the other item on the page, there's a feedback page there, contact us, that sort of thing, um, that uh, if you have feedback or also if you're interested as either a small, mid-sized business owner or um, executive, um, if you're interested in perhaps becoming one of our guests on the podcast and to discuss information security issues from a small business perspective, what are the things that are most important to you? What are the um, what are the uh, um, uh, pain points, if you will, and what are the uh, um, uh, uh, things that you think that that could be done better, and, and maybe what are the things that are being done better? Uh, I know one thing that I ha- that has been slowly become better over the last many years is that there used to be this uh, common common feeling that, hey, if you have a firewall, you're secure. It's great. It's like, that's not true. Firewall is but one little piece of the the whole uh, defense in depth ecosystem that you have in order to protect your, your information assets, just not only from exposure, but also from denial of service and also from um, unauthorized changes, confidentiality, integrity, availability, the, the security triad. If you're a virtual CISO or a CISO, I'd love to have you on the podcast as well. We can talk about what your perspectives are from your career. What are the most threats, that you, the worst items that you're seeing? What are your concerns? What things do uh, small and mid-sized businesses do well? The one thing about this podcast that I want to keep constant is that I want it to be um, raw, unedited. We make mistakes. Uh, we just continue on. I have come to find that it's better to approach these things, at least for my, in my view, maybe I'll change this later on, but it's better to pr- present the, the conversation and the information as if it's like a real-time conversation. Uh, I'm talking to you, we're having a Zoom chat or something like that, without editing out stuff, without, because that kind of changes the context a little bit, maybe, maybe not, but also, it, it, I think it just gives a, an aura of authenticity. So that's why one of the things that you probably noticed too are one of my longtime, like dozen or so uh, viewers um, may have noticed that uh, uh, at some point in time I removed the uh, first the bumper music and then the the header and the footer uh, to this because that's kind of like extraneous stuff. We're all very busy. We all have things to do. So let's just get the information and get out. None of this. Uh, um, fancy uh, uh, editing um, um, diagrams, writing on those, uh, I guess for a little while there was this like reverse uh, plexiglass thing where you write on and you flip it, uh, the, the, the image, and so it looks like that you're actually writing correctly when you're actually writing backwards from the perspective of the camera and all that. I mean, that's neat and all that. I get that. It's good to have like things that you point to and all that, but this is about discussion. This isn't a lecture. This isn't a, a, a presentation or anything. So I invite you, um, please give me your comments, your feedback, good, bad, indifferent. Well, I guess if you're indifferent, you probably won't give feedback. <laughs> but um, let me know what you think. Uh, you know, from my perspective, uh, I, I, I see this as a, a part of the mission from, from how I originally started uh, VCSO Services back five years ago. A lot of you have heard my story. Um, but but the, the, the TLDR of it is that uh, it, it, it was a, a calling for me, and I believe that uh, uh, small and mid-sized businesses need help. They need help from 
people who have actually done this stuff for large organizations. And, and, and I don't see that, that letting up. And certainly it's become a, uh, um, a, uh, a need that you see more and more small businesses actually turning to. And I think that we do it very well. This is an extension of that. This is an extension of this podcast. This is an extension of that. The extension of two of the primary drivers, two of the primary um, goals or, or guiding principles, if you will, of these CISO services is service and to have fun. And I don't think that if you're providing, and, and if both aren't included in your daily, uh, uh, your, your daily career, then you need to maybe consider looking somewhere else because life's too short. But anyway, this podcast about information for folks, helpful. We'd love to have help from you all out there. There's a gazillion brains out there that are smarter than me. I'd like to have you on the podcast. So come join us. And, uh, uh, you know, the, I've been using the, the end tagline of stay secure. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep that or not. It's like, is that too... That could be one thing you can go opine on. Is that too uh, um, corny or uh, 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 is it something worth keeping? But until then, stay secure. Thank you very much.